This is week nine of our uh, Psalms and Proverbs reading. Uh, we're reading in the Psalms with a special emphasis on hearing what the Holy Spirit quickens to each of us uh, as to what the Lord would have us say to Him or perhaps to recognize in ourselves uh, that which He would bring us bring to him. Uh, we also look uh, at the, at a proverb this in the week. We'll get to that. But if as we get to the proverb, we're listening for some sort of response that the Lord Himself uh, would have uh, to our reading in the Psalm as He quickens things to us. Uh, we're not trying to exhaust everything in uh, today. Three Psalms. And the one proverb, uh, or this week, excuse me, not just today, but it is an opportunity for us to engage him, uh, to hear from him in a way that uh, is very personal uh, and very intimate uh, for us. Uh, it allows us to bring uh, a certain attitude uh, before the Lord this week as he continues to form us and, and to discipline us. Uh, as followers of Jesus and to live in his kingdom. Sometimes we call that spiritual formation, but it's just growing in our relationship with the Lord by his Holy Spirit. So today uh, we have in week nine of our study, Psalms 24, 25, and 26, and then we have Proverbs 10, or those that uh, I have read. Uh, and begun to encounter what the Lord would say uh, to me. I have a few notes just to keep me uh, from uh, rambling on this little video. Uh, but uh, the verses I encountered first were in uh, Psalm 24. Uh, Psalm 24 is uh, one of the special uh, psalms for me in my life. Uh, sometimes uh, the, the psalm commentators call it an entrance liturgy. What that means is it's about how we enter uh, the presence of God. What does it take to enter into the presence of God? Sometimes this particular psalm is understood as these are requirements in order to enter the kingdom of God, something you have to do in order to gain the presence of God. My understanding of this psalm is that it is telling us the characteristics in these few verses I'm going to read in just a moment, the characteristics of those of us that are in His presence. Uh, if we're in His presence, then His presence changes us, affects us in, in many ways, and causes us to become, uh, to be and to become uh, certain kinds of people. So it's not so much uh, this is what you have to do to get there, but it's a good way to test yourself to see if you're really in the presence of God, uh, to examine ourselves. And there's a verse uh, in 2 Corinthians 13 uh, that I want to get to a little bit later because I really thought of that as I was reading this psalm. But uh, the verses in Psalm 23 that really impacted me are verses 3 uh, through 6. And uh, I felt like this is in my encounter uh, with what the Lord was calling me to recognize today. Uh, verse 3 begins, Who then ascends to the mountain of the Lord? 
who stands in his holy place? And the response is the one with clean hands and a pure heart who does not appeal to what is false nor swears deceitfully. Such a one shall obtain blessing from the Lord and righteousness from the, the God of our rescue. Such is the generation of those seeking after him, searching after your presence, O God of Jacob. And that's where I am. I, I imagine that's where many of you are that uh, are following this psalm. This is why we wanted to take the time this year. Uh, sometimes we get bogged down in just what we're doing, and we're not really focusing on seeking uh, after him, seeking after his presence dwelling in his presence, uh, which is uh, how we experience the kingdom of God. So this, this psalm is also what I would call a kingdom psalm uh, about what it is to be in God's kingdom and how it is to live in his kingdom. Um, I have done some work with the psalms and in my translations of this psalm, I, I characterize this psalm as a generation seeking after God. This psalm is for those of us, for those who seek after Him, and I'd like to be a part of that generation. So these verses speak to me of, <clears throat> of some of the characteristics of the one who is experiencing the presence of God in our lives. These are not characteristics that gain us entrance once again, but help us to be encouraged in our relationship with Him and, and to also recognize day-to-day -day characteristics of his kingdom operating in us and through us. Now, I, I, as I read and took this to heart and, and reflected on it, I went to Psalm 25, and in verses four through five, uh, the psalmist David says there, Oh, that you would make your ways known to me, Lord. Uh, in other words, this continuation of how the kingdom operates, how God leads us uh, from moment to moment uh, as we live in his kingdom so that you would make your ways known to me. It's not that I figured it out, I bring it to you, but I come to you to teach me, to make me into a kingdom follower, to uh, make your ways known to me, making your paths clear to me, David continues. Please instruct me in your faithfulness and teach me, uh, for you are the God who rescues me. So you're the God, this is not that you have rescued me or saved me, it's a similar word in Hebrew, but it's coming to my rescue and you keep on doing that. And as you, uh, in your faithfulness, as you teach me and you make your ways known to me, Lord, then you're still rescuing me uh, from my circumstances, from my sin, from myself, from the things that I still cannot do because even though you have given me righteousness, as, we, as the psalmist said in 24, chapter 24, I'm never completely righteous in and of myself. There's no self-righteousness in me. Uh, I'm more comfortable with the word vindicated because He's imputed to us uh, the righteousness of Christ. So he sees us as righteous. But I think we all know that we still sin. So righteousness is at work in us. 
but uh, it's difficult for me to say I am righteous. Now, thank you, Lord, that you see me as righteous. Thank you, Jesus, for making me in, in the Father's eyes righteous, but uh, maybe vindicated a little bit. I'm still on my way, and God is still making me more and more righteous is my hope and my understanding of even what the psalmist is saying, much less what I read in the New Testament. So you're the God who is rescuing me. In you, I hopefully trust each and every day. And I think that's important. This is a kingdom of each and every day. It's not a once and for all. Now I'm in. Uh, Now uh, I can live like I want. No, the kingdom is, is the presence of God in part. But it's the presence of God by His Holy Spirit transforming me day by day into a person who not only enjoys the kingdom of God, but expresses the kingdom of God in my day-to-day life, and especially in the lives of those around me. And so this psalm, although often described as an individual lament, Uh, To me, it reads more like a plea for guidance, instruction for the way that we should choose and the way that we should go and continue to go. So this psalm often describes uh, this way, but I understood that the Lord saying in all of these two psalms, similar to what I mentioned earlier, Paul writes in 2 Corinthians 13, 5, and uh, I like the translation Uh, that the message that Eugene Peterson uses here. Many times he just gets to the the nitty-gritty of of what uh, the Scripture is saying. He said, test yourselves to make sure you are solid in the faith. Don't drift along taking everything for granted. Give yourself regular checkups. I would say day-by-day checkups, perhaps. You need first-hand evidence, not mere hearsay, that Jesus Christ, and I would add, and His kingdom is in you. Test it out. And if you fail the test, do something about it. In other words, failing the test is not failing. It's recognizing that I'm not there yet. Recognizing that although Christ is in me, that Christ is instructing me, that the Holy Spirit is leading me along, I've still not arrived in that. So there is, in Paul's words and and in this translation, failure in me. But the key is do something about it. And not do it in and of ourselves, it's doing it by going to the Lord and asking Him to do more and more in us, open our eyes. So. I I read in all of these verses today that I need to pay more attention to the indications that the Lord is not only in me, but He is continuing to operate in and through me as well, and I'd like to say more and more in me. In other words, that I'm, in, in Peterson's word in the message, not drifting along, taking everything for granted, but also if the Lord reveals that the kingdom uh, that the Lord's kingdoms, kingdom blessings in my life are not in operation or not much in operation, I need to do something about it. But not in and of myself, it's turning to Him and His Holy Spirit and asking Him to fill me again, to operate in me, to show me. 
uh, as the words in Psalm 25, make your ways known to me, Lord, and make your path, the paths of your kingdom clearer to me. May you instruct me in your faithfulness and teach me each and every day. Uh, I've, I've even found an additional affirmation in, in a, just a couple of little verses in Proverbs. And I'll conclude with this. Uh, Proverbs 8, of, uh, Proverbs 10, verses 8 and 9 read this way. A wise heart accepts commands. And I read that as God's commands, what God is teaching me to do. And the one who lives with integrity lives securely. So today I pray that I listen to him and that I approach him with integrity, not perfection. I'm not there. But the integrity of following, of wanting to hear, of being willing to express what I see and hear in myself, even if it's falling short, even if it's a failure, to be honest so that God can direct me, change me, and uh, make me into the man uh, that he wants me to be. So I pray this for you as you listen today. May God teach you richly out of his word and uh, just continue with us uh, most of this year for 50 weeks of this year. We're going to be looking at these Psalms and Proverbs. So stick with it even if you miss a week. Uh, just hang in there and give the Lord and his spirit in you a, a chance to transform you and make you one uh, in his presence and one living uh, in his kingdom. And we'll pray that in Jesus' name. Uh, thank you for listening today.